How much did the polar bear weigh? How much did the polar bear weigh, Fiona? You were meant to say enough to break the ice, and then I was meant to come back with, like, actually, they weigh 35 kilos. Oh, enough to break the ice. Actually, it's 35 kilos. Wow, hilarious. I'm glad we started this with a great joke. Thanks. <laughs> Did you know this is a comedy podcast now? <laughs> uh, comedy. Fun fact that I learned today. Yes. Is that apparently uh, the instant coffee that I've been making every day for work, uh, I have three spoons in my coffee. Turns out you meant to have one. So I've been having three times. You've been putting three? Yeah. Oh. In my damn. work ones, I put three. In my home ones, I put two. Because I'm keeping it so You've been real caffeinated. Yeah, it turns out I have three times a recommended. And you're like, why am I exhausted when I don't have coffee? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a mystery for all of us. Anyway, uh, Riley, how was your week? It was good. Um, yeah, what did you get up to? Fiona, you know I don't have updates from my week. So well, for once, neither do I. I had a really busy oh, week at work. Wow. Why do you act shocked? You were there for the whole week. I know, just usually you pull a story out of somewhere. True, we did have Melbourne Cup, which was fun. So, I mean, Melbourne Cup as a concept is not fun. Like, don't horse race. And that was actually... It's so weird that it's such a big thing here. Like, mm. the whole country, like, stops and stares at this, like, horse racing competition. It is called the race that stops the nation. Um, oh, well, yes. I did invent that, that slogan for Australia. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's... Basically, horse racing is trash and, like, animals die. Like, literally, one of the horses in the Melbourne Cup, like, the main race, died straight afterwards. Jesus. Um, which is so upsetting. But we... The thing is, right, I love the festivities of Melbourne Cup. Like, I love mm. day drinking. I love getting dressed up. And I love dumb things like auctions. And because, like, we had, like, auctions that work for charities. And we had best dress competitions. And I love all of that. I just don't like the animals dying part. So if we could, like, I just want a Isn't day where it's... also just, like, a lot of, like, gambling around the races and stuff? There's also a lot of gambling, yeah. I don't do any gambling, though, so I always yeah. forget that that exists. But, yeah, there's a lot of, like, betting on horses and all that jazz weird so yeah i just i wish it existed i just want a day every year where we get to finish work early victoria gets like a whole public holiday in australia that's wild like they get an actual like public holiday they're up, just right? they're just horses running in a straight line why not make it for like an actual sport that's like actually entertaining like, they're just <laughs> horses yeah, we're running just, in a line. we love our horse they racing somehow managed to be more boring than baseball which is oh, like that's a an achievement no oh, I, I, do think, I would rather watch baseball i will say i think horse racing, racing is i think horse racing is entertaining i don't think what? it's no but not good enough to like warrant the animal cruelty at it's, all yeah well yeah fair but also they're just running in a straight line it's like drag they racing for animals corner. oh a corner oh shit <laughs> look out it's fucking and they always have really fun horses. names stop making me defend horse racing i don't want to defend horse racing <laughs> but they do have really fun names oh they have fun names yes oh wow anyway um <laughs> the point is yeah it's like a huge thing in australia i in my office we literally finished working at 12 and just went downstairs and there was a whole party thrown for us we had cocktails we had food going around it was a fantastic time fancy schmancy so that was like the main thing i did socially this week and then aside from that like it was just a lot of work and a lot of sleep but all of my work is done now so nice. well for now um <laughs> but yeah and we had brunch today which was lovely everyone just yep. left you lost at super mario party Look, yes. <laughs> uh, we have For been, the first time ever. We have been playing. The, I've played like a number of games and I've never lost. I've always won. Like not even like come second. Like I've always won. And then today I lost because we had um a friend over from London and... I think it's just a bad combo. Also, I didn't play as Bowser Jr. for the first time, so I reckon Bowser Jr. is my winning lad. You have to play as Bowser Jr. I to think win. so, yeah. yeah. That's fair. So, yeah, that, that was that's my right. week. I'll take the win. Yeah. Um, but also, welcome to the Gal Pals podcast. I'm Riley. And I'm Fiona. <laughs> yeah, we did the intro. It was a little late, but we did it. I think we forgot it last time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Um, we've learned some things about you this week, though. 
Oh, we have? I'm looking about at my list oh, now. Oh, <laughs> no. Fiona just put several things on here that are just entirely to bully me. It's just a roasting session of Riley, honestly. Okay. All right. <laughs> these are my fa- I cannot stop laughing at these. Uh, there are two things that I've learned about Riley this week which have made me so happy. One of them okay, yeah. is that, I'll start with a small one. She can't, when we, so we went to Subway. Let me set the scene. <laughs> That's always my thing on this podcast. Let me set the scene. Let me um, paint you a picture. We went to Subway and I always get my Subway with no cheese, but I like it toasted. I get a veggie delight if anyone's wondering on wheat. Um, and... Riley went up and she was like, "Oh, cheese, but not toast." And I'm like, "Oh, that's funny. Like, I get toast and no, you're like f- funny." Um, we've, we've ordered Subway many times before. Like, it's not the first time you've I seen that. I just swear you got it no toasted. toasted. Anyway, no. I was like, "Why don't you get toasted?" And she just, as if this is normal, goes, "It just hurts my mouth." <laughs> It, it does. It's, what, what do you mean? As if that's normal. It's normal. No like, one the toasted avoids bit. getting a sandwich toasted for fear of hurting them. I do. The toasted, the toasted bread becomes very hard and like sharp, and then when I eat it, it like scrapes the roof of my mouth, and it's not comfortable. No one wants that. Oh, baby. I don't understand how everyone is out here enduring this with like their steel roof mouths. <laughs> Mouth roofs? What is that area you called? You're so fucking Is there pure. a word for the roof of your mouth? I feel like there has to be. Yeah, it's the roof of your mouth. There's. I'm sure there's like a fancy word I'm for sure it. I'm sure there is. Anyway, that was hilarious. And then <sighs> I'm going to let you tell part of this next story. But oh, we were um, at a party on Friday evening. So we did do something else social this week. And... Um, we were just talking about when you still in Australia we call them witches hats, but they're just like the traffic cones. And yeah, when you were telling the story, I genuinely thought you had like actual hats like for witches, witches hats. Yeah, yeah no. Um, but we're just talking about when you're they're drunk. They're just traffic cones. Yeah, but we're talking about when you're drunk and you steal a traffic cone, and like that's how everyone in like university and high school ends up with traffic cones in their house because you just get drunk, you see one, you just you take that. Like everyone has cones in their house. Everyone in Who Australia does. does. That? That's so weird. You're it's like, all criminals. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's the whole thing that's true that is the island that's the whole um, thing but yeah so we were talking about that and then i was i went to Riley. i was like oh did that does that is that a thing in america because i didn't know if that was a thing over there because it wouldn't be surprised me if just australians were doing this bullshit Fair. and then when we got home in the safety of just our relationship and now this podcast <laughs> riley tells me where you jump in and tell okay so look i know that people <laughs> did get drunk and steal cones but i i for one did not get drunk that often and for two i didn't want to steal a cone because that would be rude i don't have a need for the cone like they're clearly <laughs> using it you know so i think like one time i was like with my friend and we like drove by one and i like very we were going like two miles an hour and i like leaned out the window and like picked up one of the cones and we like drove for a little bit and then i put it back <laughs> Because I was like, I just wanted to, I wanted to take one. Because I was like, wow, we could just take one. But then I was like, I don't need this. Like, I don't want this. Like, just, just put it right back where we got it. Like, no harm, no foul. They still had the cone. I don't know why this is so funny. It's so funny because I was a bored teenager. <laughs> yeah, so we, so we got drunk. <laughs> Why would you get drunk and steal cones? That is belligerent and rude. <laughs> it's just so funny because I was like, yeah, well, we'd all just like get smashed and pick up a traffic cone when we were walking home at 1 a.m. And I was like, one time in the middle Why of the day, would you I carry drove it? past and then picked it up and then drove around for a bit with it and then put it back. Why would you want to, if you were walking, why would you want to carry the cone the whole way? That's, so, that's so much like What work. am I doing with my drive? What am I going to drink and drive, Riley? Well, yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, so you do it when you're walking home. Anyway. But then it's, it's you have to carry a whole cone. 
Did you wear it on your head like a witch's hat? No, they're too big for that. We How get do the big ones. you call them witch's hat? They're orange. Because they look like a witch's hat. They're orange. What witches do you know? Is it have or is it hats? not the shape of a witch's hat? It's the shape of a lot of things. It's like an up, upside down ice cream cone. Okay, do you want to start calling them upside down ice cream cones? Yes. No, yes, I, do. I don't want to think you should call them witches' hats either. They should just be called cones because they're just cones, and that's shorter than witches' hats. And Australians are always like, we need a short word for everything. That's my Australian accent. <laughs> no, you're just going to be quiet now. Okay. Are you just cutting the podcast? Yeah, I'm just cutting out all the silence because Fiona's just death staring me for like 20 seconds in silence and no one needs to hear the, the silence because they can't see the glare. Well, you can't so it doesn't hear have the same silence, effect. Riley. So that was a bit of a stupid sentence, wasn't it? Yeah, I said they can't hear the... Whatever. All right, next up on our list is... You know the one thing you guys really need is... What? Sausage sizzle. What? Sausage sizzle. Sausage sizzle? Yeah, you need a sausage sizzle. What? Is democracy that, sausage. Is that like a grinder thing? Democracy sausage. <laughs> <laughs> democracy sausage. Democracy sausage? Have you not heard a about this? Democracy sausage? No. You can't show on that one. <laughs> um, a sausocracy? The... <sighs> <laughs> yes. That just sounds like cisocracy, like for cis people. <laughs> <laughs> no, a sausocracy. Uh, it's based on who has the best sauce. No, sausage <laughs> is on... Have you seen photos of Australians voting? No, obviously. Like, we will rock up in our Speedos... We'll, what? Yeah, like... Who votes in their Speedo? It's an Australian thing. Because you just got to get done, mate. So you just stand at the beach. Oh, let's pop to the polling station. Like, it's... So you'll, you'll see photos of people. And, like, because it's mandatory as well, sometimes people, which I don't agree with this, but the people who just draw, like, dicks on their ballots... What? Because they have to vote in there. So they have to go in and cast their vote, but they don't have to vote for... Like, they just have to do it, you know? Wow. So they just go in and draw their a Their protest dick. vote? Yeah. Their, uh. The protest vote is, like... A dick. Wow. Um, but also, we have a very widespread tradition of a sausage sizzle. A sausage sizzle, for those who aren't Australian, is basically just a barbecue. You have oh. your sausages, your onions, bit of ketchup, maybe some barbecue sauce, some white bread. And, like, sausage sizzles are huge in Australia. Like, every barbecue has a sausage sizzle. Wait, is this just, like, like people just hold these, like, around the city? Yeah, well, so a sausage sizzle as a concept is, like, done anywhere. Like, at school, we would always have it for... Um, any sort of like fundraiser or whatever, just be like sausage sizzle, one dollar. Oh, so sausage. it's not just a voting thing. It's like no, it's not just a voting thing. Just when Australians have a barbecue, also, they gotta call you know, it a sausage sizzle. You know sizzle. Bunnings, the hardware store. Yeah, it's like Home Depot. There's always else. a sausage sizzle outside Bunnings on the weekend. That's Every like a weekend? Thing. Yes. Wow. It's just a thing. You go to Bunnings oh. for sausage sizzle. Anyway, hmm. around voting time, um, like on voting day, voting time. <laughs> there's time. a sausage sizzle outside of all the polling stations, so you can just go past and you do your vote, and then you get a sausage sizzle. A democracy sausage? Yeah, and so we call it democracy sausage. <laughs> so you just go in, place your vote, get a sausage. Wow. Yeah. Do they ever have veggie sausages? I have heard that from the last one. Um, oh, so wow. I, I also, I cast my vote from the UK because I was overseas. Yeah, yeah. And when I went in, um, they said that you can, that we had a, basically the last day you could get your mail-in vote in. They had a, a sausage sizzle outside oh the front like, of the embassy in at London. At the Australian embassy in the UK. Yeah, because they <laughs> were like, amazing. yeah, it's democracy sausage. Like, you cast your vote. Thank you. Here's your sausage. Incredible. Yeah. So, so all over the world, when Australians are voting in every embassy, they're like, come get your sausage. Yeah, like, I don't know about every sausage. I know they did it in Germany that's as well. That's so like, funny. Yeah. So that's just a, part, a huge part of our culture. And it makes it like, I just, I honestly do feel that that helps the increase. The people go for the sausage. Voter turnout. Yeah. Because it's part of the culture. Like, yeah. I feel like in America, it's like, you vote to be like, I voted. Whereas in Australia, it's just the thing you do. So yeah, it's we like, get a sticker. Yeah. That's we, fun. We don't get a sticker. Cause... Can't eat a sticker. Uh-huh. Can't eat a sticker. You can't eat a sticker. Um, I mean, you could, I guess. 
<laughs> not much nutritional value. But no. yeah, it's just like fun because everyone's like, Unlike oh yeah. sausages, the most nutritious <laughs> But it's like a fun thing that everyone's like, hey, let's go out, let's yeah, vote yeah. and let's go to Mocassi Sausage. There, we do. Okay, we need to make something like that in the US. Yeah. Democracy cookie? Funnel cake. Democracy funnel cake. <laughs> Democracy deep fried Oreos. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, that is the one thing that I would introduce to the US to increase just, voter wonder, turnout. Yeah, I wonder, we should do... There should be like a scientific study on what food we could place at polling stations to get the most people to show up. Democracy pizza? There was, um, did you see pizza to the polls? I did. There was um, an organization, I guess, called pizza to the polls, which was like literally anyone could tweet it, their address where they were waiting in line for a polling station, and they would send pizza to the polling station. They'd be like, and whoever was on their social media was doing great because they, oh, yeah. they had these little like, um, what are they called? When people draw like the little bunnies and stuff, but like with... Uh, just like parentheses and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know called? what I mean. I don't really know, actually. So they just like type out little bunnies and stuff and they're like, 14 pizzas all in your way. It's <laughs> so cute. That's some great work. Yeah. Pizza to the polls and we need democracy pizza. Democracy pizza. Um, but there was, there was lots of other good stuff that happened like at the state level as well. Like mm-hmm. in Florida, um, I think 1.4 million uh ex felons so like people who had convicted had been convicted of a felony but then uh like served their time and were back uh in society are now allowed to vote again which is huge it's so weird that you guys couldn't do that yeah it's weird it's different state by state on whether um ex felons are allowed to vote or not and it's always seemed really fucked up to me that they're not allowed to vote because like you you if you commit a crime you like go to jail you get out you're like you've served your time like you did your thing but for the rest of your life you're not allowed to vote depending on the state yeah and like what the fuck especially like you're still a person such, you like, still have a say especially because felon is such a wide range like there are people people in there for like just like possession of drugs yeah and like they like do you mean like i i I can see there could be more gray area like with like i guess murders and like rapists would be in there for life though so i think i think one of the i think there were stipulations in the bill that like if it was for murder or sexual assault that yeah we don't vote still i i've i don't know the specifics of the bill but i think those two were like not allowed um, but other things you could yeah. vote again. That's what I mean, though. Like, it's wild that, like, I actually don't know if Australia does have any laws around that. I haven't looked into it. But, like, I can see there being, like, some room for debate when it's those sorts of crimes. But when it's, like, possession of weed, it's like, mate. Well, but especially because our prison system, I know, is a lot so different than Australia. Up. Yeah, because our prison system is, like, uh, it's... Yeah, oh, in Australia, so we uh, put people in prison if they've actually committed a crime. Whereas you guys don't really seem to play by that rule. I'm book. sure you have plenty of problems as well. Oh, I'm, sure, I'm sure we do. But so there's um, a documentary called 13th. I don't know if I've made you watch it, but it's um, it's basically about how the slavery transitioned into indentured servitude in prisons um, in the U.S. So like prisoners are kind of forced to do labor for like little or no pay Mm -hmm. and it's kind of the modern form of slavery that instead of like actually having like just slaves it's like we have prisoners who are for the most part like largely black people and people of color um who are then forced to do all of this work against their will and it's like a more modern form of slavery it's a really good documentary um if you haven't seen it look up 13th on netflix but so yeah the u.s has like a hugely disproportionate amount of people in jail like i think the most people in jail of any country in the world like not even per capita like more than any other country like more than china who has like way more people than us yeah like just an insane amount of people in jail and then an extremely disproportionate amount of them are people of color 
Um, and so if those people can't vote, guess who you're disenfranchising? People of color. Yeah. Guess who people of color tend to vote for more often? Democrats. So if you disenfranchise like anyone who's ever committed any kind of crime, uh, you take Democrats out of the vote, which is another Republican scheme of voter suppression, basically. But giving those people their like basic rights back as a citizen, as they should have, um, is a really good thing for society in general. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I'm excited for Florida. That's really good for them, especially because their their elections are always so close. Like they're currently in a recount for both like the governor and the Senate race. So the next time this happens, when there's another million people out there who can vote again, that'll be really good for them. Nice. Um, I do want to move on from midterms, but there is one final thing from midterms uh, that I would like to talk about, which is... Yes? Can I see it on my list? Uh, Dennis Hoff. Have you heard about this, Riley? Oh, yeah, I did. Dennis Hoff won Nevada State Assembly a month after dying. If you don't know who Dennis Hoff is, he is a... Um, world-renowned, apparently, brothel owner um, and has very... He basically puts himself as an ex-Trump. He, like, named one of his books after, like, one of Trump's books and stuff. Oh, wow. I didn't know he was, like, that Republican. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he he literally is, like, wants to be the new Trump. Like, that was his thing. Damn. And then he died and was found by um, two porn stars. And the whole thing... it's It's like, do you... The other... I don't know who the other person is running, but it's like, do you want to run for this corpse? Like, regardless of their views, this literal corpse, or just, like, the Democrat who wants to make healthcare affordable. Like... And didn't he win in, like, a landslide? He won in a landslide. <laughs> While he was dead. Yeah, America's just like, grave. so tell us more about this corpse. Like, <laughs> are you okay, America? I'm just very confused. Like, he's... I feel so bad for the person who lost to a dead person. Yeah. Ouch. Like, what a what a kick that must be. Yeah. Like. Anyway, so that is my um. final midterm input. Basically, my midterm input is, why did you guys vote for a fucking corpse? Why is that even a thing you can do? Like, it was a month-old yeah. corpse. It wasn't like he died the day before the election and, like, people just yeah. didn't know. It was a month before the election. Like, a month yeah. before the vote. Anyway, um, America, why did you vote for a cops? And also, Sharice and Beto hit me up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's move on to a song that isn't fucking politics. Uh, King Princess came out with a new song. Cool. It's called Pussy is God. Yeah, you've been singing it all the time. I know. It's an issue because it's a bop. And, like, the song opens with the bop line, which is, Your pussy is God and I love it. And I keep catching myself walking around the office singing your pussy a girl <laughs> like and it's like the second word is pussy like i've already gotten pussy out there and <laughs> title your sex tape uh title the podcast <laughs> um but yeah like it's just an issue that she's released a bop that's my main issue i'm so sorry yep um, how will your life ever move on i don't know ariana grande is queen once more everyone's heard this everyone knows ariana's always queen yeah but uh her ex-fiance was about to talk on SNL about their relationship. Yeah. And so she just released the, like, the best possible breakup song because she took the high road with it all, but still managed to, like, get her say in and be, like, above it all. And it was just iconic. And she released it half an hour before SNL. You've all already heard about this. You all know it's great, but I just had to... I couldn't not mention it, you know? I, I don't know how she's, like, still doing stuff. Like, after a breakup, I'd be like, I'm not talking to anyone for months. Like, I'm out. Ariana's like, here's a new song immediately about I mean, this like, and how... I mean, like, they're artists. You know what I mean? Like, they turn their pain into I'm an art. artist. 
You don't. Okay, yeah, you're not gonna. If we broke up, we're not going to. Um, but if we broke up, you're not going to be like, ah, this is how I'll turn this into a video about Brazil's new president. Like, <laughs> it's a little bit different. I'm just crying in the middle of all of my videos. Art. <laughs> no, obviously we're not breaking up, but like, I'm just impressed. Yeah, she's just going and going strong. She and also it's a uh, bop. Huh? It's a bop. And it's a bop. In yeah. her words, at least this song is a smash. Yeah. Um, I also saw... I feel like I'm just going through this. You can pick you the are. next one. But I'm I wrote shocked. this whole thing, apart from Shrek Reboot. That's literally the only thing that Riley has written. Apart from adding um, Vanessa Hudgens' middle name into the Vanessa Hudgens point. It's Vanessa Ann Hudgens. That's <laughs> their name. Is it not? No one calls her Vanessa Ann Hudgens. Vanessa Ann I believe Hudgens. that it's her middle name, but I don't think anyone is ever like, have you her seen Her name's Vanessa Ann Hudgens. I believe I stand you. by what I'm I I'm not wrote. saying you're lying. I'm just saying I don't think anyone's like, have you seen Vanessa Ann Hudgens' latest movie? Well, I did. So. <laughs> <laughs> Do you oh want gosh. to talk about the movie while we're, while we're at it? Sure. Um, this movie is perfection. I'm just talking so much in this podcast. I hate it when I talk so much. Oh, I'm so sorry. Do you want me to talk about it? Oh, you're not going to do it as well, but sure. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> See, I wonder why Fiona talks. Go, go and um, tell them about the movie that has been plucked out of my brain. Yes, Fiona says that this movie is exactly what she would like. Like, if there was a computer that could, like, read your mind and then pop out the exact movie that you need. Yeah. This is that movie for Fiona because... It's literally... Yeah, because it's like, so Vanessa Ann Hudgens is like... Oh what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling her by her full proper name. Okay. The old Va. Really? I mean, it's not VH. That would be boring. Oh Va. Um, so, Vanessa Ann Hudgens, like, working class American girl is like, I don't fucking baking cakes or something. She's a baker. And she's like, I'm going to go to this baking competition. She was actually invited to compete in this baking oh, okay. competition so in Belgravia. Sorry. See, this is why we don't like do it. Continue. Belgravia. Yeah, yeah, some, like, made up Eastern European country. Genovia. Genovia. <laughs> Princess of Genovia. Yeah. So she goes there. Do you know what like, that's from? Yes, I know Princess Diaries. Good. Just checking. Yeah, okay. Just good checking Obviously, I know. <sighs> You have so little faith. Um, but she goes there. She's like, sorry, a motorcycle attacked us. Um, <laughs> By attacked us, she means drove on the road outside. Why would your motorcycle be so loud that someone cannot record a podcast on the street you're driving by? That's all I have to say. Anyway. But, okay, so she goes to Belgravia and just happens to, you know, bump into the fucking princess of Belgravia. You know, normal things. Duchess of Belgravia. Duchess of Belgravia. Duchesses and princess is different. European yes. royalty is so confusing. No. Okay, well, uh, <laughs> she bumps into her and, oh my god, it's her. It's the exact same person and face. Mm -hmm. um, my first thought was face-stealing monster. Apparently, that's not where this movie went. Oh my god. Um, she's just like a long-lost twin. And so, inevitably, they decide... I think we were bound to meet each other. That's Vanessa Hudgens with the British or Belgravian accent. It's Sorry. so funny <laughs> watching her switch the accents. So they, of course, decide to switch places. Oh my god. Whoa, who because... could have predicted that? The the American Vanessa Hudgens, sorry, Vanessa Ann Hudgens. Thank you for um, using her full name. Wanted to have a taste of the high life and She wants to be a princess. The Duchess of Belgravia wants to be a normal girl. Just wanted a day where she wouldn't people wouldn't know who she is. Which by the way, if I didn't like she's like, Oh, I just want to go around with people not knowing who I am and I'm like, if you look like the Duchess 
of Belgravia, people are still going to be like, you're the Duchess of Belgravia if you're wearing a t-shirt. Like, no one's going to... Yeah, why aren't people stopping Vanessa Ann Hudgens on yeah, the street and being like, like, you're the princess? The whole thing is like, oh, I just want to be unseen. And I'm like, suddenly you can just put on a t-shirt. You could have done this all along. You could yeah, have worn fair. a t-shirt that's on any fair. day and put on a fake accent any day and been like, oh, it's not me. But I guess she gets to mix with the commoners around Vanessa when she cut it Yes. Like, she doesn't know any commoners. <laughs> this is true. So then... Uh... Oh, by the way, this whole thing is set at Christmas, by the way. Oh, yeah. And it's Christmas time. Very so it's key. Awesome. Point. As soon as I get to Belgravia, it's like snow and Christmas trees and like magical as fuck. Yeah, is that? I think I think that's all of it. It's it's princesses. It's a swap. It's Vanessa Hudgens. Uh, it's Christmas. It's Christmas. It's everything Fiona needs in a movie. They fall in love. Oh, I thought you were saying the two Vanessa Hudgens, and I was like, that was weird. Iconic. <laughs> no, they both like fall in love with their boys, but then they're like pretending to be the other ones. So like, oh my god, uh-huh. what will he do when he finds out I'm not really her? Yep probably break up with me and then the movie will end really sad that's what i think is gonna happen finally you're an idiot (laughs) clearly being sarcastic so i'm watching the movie with liam and not you for the first time (laughs) oh yeah so fiona tells me about this movie makes me watch the trailer gets me all hyped for it and then i'm like cool so when are we watching it she's like oh i'm not watching it with you i'm watching it with my other friend and i'm like what (laughs) well liam sent it to me with just all caps movie night but with like several typos in just just those two words you could have led with that instead of being like Normally, when you tell me about movies this much, I'm like, oh, cool, we're going to watch it. We you are going to watch it together. You think, because Riley was like, oh, I thought you were going to watch it with me. I'm like, you think I'm not going to watch this movie at least seven times before Christmas? Like, bare oh minimum. I'm going to watch it a lot. I'm excited. I'm excited to watch it with you after you've already watched it with someone Thank else. Thank you. <sighs> yep. Did you all hear that enormous sneeze? No, you're going to have to cut that out. It's going to burst no, it. No, I'm going to put it in. It's going to burst the headphones. All over the volume. Okay. Fiona just has powerful sneezes. My sneezes are really loud every time. It's my biggest fear moving, um, going to like a new work, like starting a new job is just knowing that my sneezes are so loud and I just so quickly become known as the girl who louds incredible, sneezes incredibly loud. Who louds incredibly sneezes? Yep. And then when you sneeze, it might cause a sonic boom and destroy the office. Basically, yeah. yeah. That's fair. That's a fair worry. Anyway, uh, well, you can pick the next topic, Riley. What's the next thing you want to talk about? Um, the things that I... <laughs> these are all... I like, don't know any of these things. Uh, Spice Girls reunion? Is there a Spice Girls yeah, reunion? Yeah, the Spice Girls are getting together. Is that the one with Victoria Beckham? It is. Nice. But... Is she not there? She's not going to be attending. Well, then what's the point? She's the only one I remember. <laughs> Well, think, Who are the other ones? I don't think you were going to be going to this. I think this was designed explicitly for me. <laughs> anyway. Is um, she busy with David Beckham? Yeah, it's like a whole scandal because especially Mel B has been like trying to make it happen for Ooh. so long. Just one of the Spice Girls. Okay. Um, Am I supposed to remember them? Were they like important? They were very big, yes. That's cool. All right. I'm sorry. I <laughs> um, missed that one. But she's been trying to make it happen for so long and then at her... Um, for Halloween, she literally dressed up with her husband as Posh Spice with a sign that says, I'm not going on tour to, like, make fun of her for it. Oh, my it. God. <laughs> and her husband dressed up as um, Beckham. But Amazing. Yeah, anyway, they've been hinting at it for a while, and they are going on a big old tour. Well... Not with Little Mix as the opening, which I think is fucking ridiculous, because, like, surely pass the torch a little bit there, hun, but it's fine. I'm sorry, who's opening? I've got Jess Glynn. I don't know who that is. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, there was a Zoe, Zoe Sug ad? I don't know what this is. <laughs> okay, I'm going to send this photo to you. Okay. So you can link it in the podcast. I'm sorry, on the Patreon. Basically, Zoe Sug has a photo. I'll, s- I'll find the photo because I've sent it to Maddie and friends. Okay. It's funny. Um, and it's just a silhouette of her and her boyfriend Alfie holding hands on beautiful Dubai sand beaches and just says hashtag ad in the corner. Nothing else. What? 
Yeah. What's that an ad for? Yeah. <laughs> Is it an ad for Dubai? Uh, well, okay. So it does appear that her whole trip was sponsored. Because yeah. a lot of, like, her whole Instagram stories all said hashtag ad, but it's just so funny that one had no other context. Like, it wasn't even, like, you couldn't even tell it was Dubai. It was just normal sand with her and her boyfriend. Did they, like, did they tag anything? No, it was just hashtag ad. And it's just, I don't know why it's so funny to me. I just can't stop thinking about it. Just Was this even a thing? Like, was it a thing going around or were you just specifically... Okay, I brought funny. it to the internet, and a few other people did get on board. Okay, I shan't right. lie. Oh, you um, shan't. I shan't. I shan't, I shan't, I shan't. But it's just... Why? Anyway, that's well, that one. That wild. Defy media shutdown? I heard about this, but I don't know enough about it to have any like, so, opinions or anything. This is like the weirdest podcast. It's just me talking about things, because you didn't put any topics in. <laughs> Defy media um, was a like just media network that owned a lot of different places, such as... Like, most notably Smosh. They owned uh, Smosh. Yeah. Um, they also owned Clever News, which are, like, the Hollywood news for YouTubers, basically. Okay. Um, and they owned, like, a bunch of channels. Like, I saw, like, Lisa Schwartz's channel was owned by them. And, I don't know, I just saw a bunch of different channels owned by them. And they shut down without, like, a moment's notice. And so there are people huh. who are with that network who are saying that they hadn't been paid in, like, two months. Yeah. And, like, just hadn't seen their money for two months, and now they're not going to, because the company is shut down. Damn. Um, and Anthony Padilla, from, who was in Smosh and went left Smosh a while ago, spoke up basically saying that, like, the only reason he didn't say all this at the time was because he wanted to protect his friend's jobs, but now they're gone anyway. And he just opened up, like, about why he actually left Smosh and about how they, when they sold Smosh to Defy Media... Him and Ian, who's the other guy involved who, like, started Smosh, did it for zero dollars. It was all for stakes. Wow. Like, they'd got, like, stake yeah. holder stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but they didn't get any upfront money, which, like, they're, like, hindsight, we regret. But, like, they were young and they didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. And they just sold this, comp- like, this channel that was getting millions and millions of views per video for nothing. Damn. Um, and then as soon as, like it was bought out like they assumed that they would still have like a say in what was being made but like there would be major company changes made to smosh without any consultancy and they would just wow. treat them like regular employees which is like i f- guess fair like they are regular employees but that's not what how you should treat the creators of that channel yeah um and that they like tried to like they did successfully take his facebook page they tried to take his twitter and, like, all oh. this sort of stuff. So, yeah. So, it was just, like, a whole lot of shit coming out from that. And a lot of YouTubers left without any sort of Damn. job or network. And, like, a lot of the channels like Smosh, like Clever News, have, like, dozens of employees. Like, so many cast members and yeah. crew members. And they got no notice at all. They're just without a job. Wow. No notice. That's been happening a lot lately in, like, different industries. Like, you remember that thing happened with Telltale Games a while back? Yeah. Where just, like, a whole, like, video game developer thing mm-hmm. just shut down and everyone was like, well, what the fuck? Yeah, like, it's like, I guess I just... And that podcast one as well. Oh, yeah. There was a podcast one a while ago where they're just like, oh, yep, sorry, I guess there's no season three or whatever, because... Or, like, yeah. we're looking for someone to host us because we're still getting the views and the listeners, but we... And, like, that's what people on this are doing. Like, they're like, Smosh doesn't have a home now. Like, there's no way to pay the employees. So... Yeah. Yeah. Capitalism doing its great work of having the people at the top just fuck over everyone at the bottom who's actually doing the work. Because they're just like, yeah, no, goodbye. And I saw um, Ava Gordy. I don't know if you know them, but they just do Mm. like vloggy style content. And they're just talking about how they used to work at SourceFed. 
And the same thing happened to SourceFed. Oh, yeah. And they were like, I used to work for SourceFed. And then I was there for nearly two years. And then it stopped. And then now I've been here for just over a year. And now this has stopped. And she's like, you know, I just keep wow. changing jobs and yeah. hoping that I find a company. Like, that's just what a lot of new media and digital media does. So, Jesus. Anyway. That's, 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 that's not some fun. news. That's some news for the day. Oh, uh, so there are going to be elves of color in the new Middle Earth for Amazon's <laughs> doing a Lord of the Rings series. Yep. And unsurprisingly... Um, the some, nerds are unhappy. Yes, some very untitled nerds, like white dude nerds, I'm assuming, are very enraged. But oh my god, there could be elves of color. <laughs> because it's um, obviously modeled, modeled after the very real life... Um, white elves that exist everywhere yes. um, and that need to be They're destroying realism perfectly. of my magic kingdom it's so fun i actually was like looking at the replies on one of the tweets about it and it was like someone was genuinely like no you can't like it's not the real elves you're like you're not replicating the real thing it's like my perfect fantasy and i'm like you know that it's not real right like it's all made up like it was all made up <laughs> who's in the first gonna place? tell these fucking nerds <laughs> that middle earth doesn't exist just, like do i have to be that bitch because i'll be that yeah, bitch <laughs> i really think they're like yes tolkien saw this world and told us about it and now we need to recreate it exactly as it we was. must do it as tolkien said <laughs> tolkien, she has spoken oh my god tolkien was like not a great dude and his books had like three Tolkien's women a dude yeah what huh. you're being sarcastic aren't you no what i think i just always got confused because like jr tolkien jk rowling and i read them around the same time I was a very, was a very advanced reader. <laughs> um, no, Tolkien was like an old white dude in England. And like, so I took a class. I mean, I'm on, not surprised. I'm just yeah, not what I thought. I, I took like a whole class on Lord of the Rings and had to read like all of the books and like learn all the stuff about Nerd. his life. I know. Um, but <laughs> he was like, he was either a Christian and his wife was Catholic or the other way around. I forget which the- one. No, but like Protestant. Okay, yeah, like Protestant like, <laughs> and Catholic. Um, and it was like at a time when that was like a huge fucking deal. Like I feel yeah. like it's chilled out, but like yeah. it was back when they were like the enemy, like the Protestants or Catholics or whatever. Um, and so he like made his wife convert to his. I think he was Protestant and she was Catholic, but someone's probably screaming at this podcast right now, being like, "It's the other way around." No one else is a fucking nerd. No one listens. I'm sure sp- someone, someone. No one this. listening to this podcast gives a fuck about this. Oh my god. <laughs> Even I've tuned out. Don't worry, How guys. Dare you? Just hold on for a little bit more. No, it actually no. So basically, he like made his wife convert to his thing, and then so like her entire family cut her off because they were like, "You converted to the wrong religion." Blah blah blah. And then he like moved them out to the middle of nowhere so he could write his books and like drink whiskey with his mates. And then she didn't have any and was like really depressed and he was Aww. just like just be my wife and like i'll go drink with uh what's his name the guy who wrote um the line the witch in the wardrobe what's his name it's not Enid blyden is it <laughs> no it's not because <laughs> i don't know who that is who wrote the line the witch in the wardrobe and know. the whole narnia thing i know i read all of them the chronicles of narnia yeah Oh, C.S. Lewis. Lewis. Yeah, C.S. Lewis. That is not where I was going, though. They were like drinking C.S. Lewis is more famous for fucking Alice in Wonderland. I haven't seen or read Alice in Wonderland. Come on. What? Like, I know the story, but I haven't... That's weird. I know Narnia. Okay. Anyways, I had tons of, like, chats about, like... um, Wait, am I getting confused? Let's just end this segment, honestly. (laughs) I'm getting confused with all of my old authors. Um... But basically, he was just, like, an old white guy, like, a hundred years ago, and wrote a bunch of white dude characters, because that's literally all that he knew. And so if you're going to bring that back, like, nearly a hundred years later, like, fucking modernize it. Like, that just makes sense. Yeah. Uh, He, yeah. 
I know, there's literally like three characters that matter who are women in Lord of the Rings. Like everyone's like, oh, but there's this one woman who's like mentioned on page 471 for like a paragraph. And I'm like, she wasn't, she didn't really count. Yeah. It's like 2,712 like male characters. If you're gonna be a nerd... Don't be a racist as well. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, you've got two things working Excuse against you. Excuse you, those are not anywhere on the same level. I'm just saying, one, you're not helping your case by becoming a racist. So just don't be racist. I can't believe I solved racism, like, three times in this podcast series. Like, this is pretty oh impressive. Oh, my God. Uh, wide applause for me. Anyways, the nerds um, need to chill. Just yeah. let fantasy things be fantasy. Legit, like. though. Like, yeah, the, the community day yesterday goofed up and everyone was fuming for pokemon go oh people get so mad over pokemon go and i'm like dude it's a it's a game yeah just relax i saw on twitter it was basically like they had server issues so it was not really they got an extended two hours because it wasn't working for a period of time and all the nerds were like you should give us an entire new day you should just send me like a shiny mewtwo you should send yeah. me like this i was like shut the fuck up people were being like i took time off work for this and i'm like honestly that's a you problem like if you're taking time off work to go catch Pokemon, like you need to reevaluate a lot about your life, mate. Yeah, like I get, I get that community day is a thing that people like count on, and Niantic like does keep fucking it up. Like they gave a whole new Beldum day the other month because they like screwed up the first one. But like, I don't know, it's it's not a huge deal. Like, it's still just Pokemon Go. Yeah, it's just a game that you're playing, and like it's a free game. Like you can pay for little things in it, but it's not like. You're like, I paid $100 for this event. Like, it's a free event for a free game. Also, uh, if you take time off work, like, just go on your lunch break if this is that much of an issue. <laughs> That's, I mean, it's like a three-hour event. I don't think anyone has a three-hour lunch break. I think you a better job. No, I'm kidding. Oh, my God. <laughs> Find a job that gives you three-hour lunch breaks. No. Um, so there's that. There's also a guy who proposed to a girl uh, during the New York City Marathon which yikes get oh no i saw that I fucked saw that she was literally like firstly you have to qualify for new york city marathon like that's like a difficult thing to get mm. into and then he she's like in a pace like she's running she's in a pace and then he just steps out and is like you know ask whatever bullshit question he has like will you marry me or whatever and then <laughs> <laughs> who knows what it was he really could have been asking anything could have been asking anything at all <laughs> but yeah proposes to her like in the middle of a race and i'm like if i had been training for a marathon and you got out and proposed and broke my time, I'd be like, ask me at the finish line. Like, I'll- yeah, I'd be like, fuck off, I'm running. Yeah, yeah, like, fuck off, I'll see you at the end. Like, Yeah, no, it, like, the second, if you tried to do that, if you started proposing me in the middle of a race, like, as you were doing it, I'd just be like, no, I gotta go back. And I'd just, still like, be run. running. I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't even yeah. see you, I'd just be in my zone. Like, that's what I get, like, when I'm running, I just put my music in, I'm just going. So, like, yeah, probably wouldn't even see you. <laughs> I would probably, like, I'd be worried that something was happening. You'd be like, what? And then I'd be like, oh, this can wait. I'm just gonna keep yeah, running. Yeah, I'd like, be like, are you okay? And then, oh, it's just, okay, you can do this later. Like, thanks. Yeah. It's and just I like, a, it's her. a proposal. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, especially that's her thing. Like, even to do it after the race, like, that's her day. Like, a thing that she's been training for for so long. Don't yeah, like, I can understand doing it after the race because sometimes, like, people, like, I personally don't like this, but there are people who are, like, you know, you have one big day and, like, oh, my God, it's to top it off, this as well, you know? Like, yeah. there are people like that, but it's just, like, to do it in the middle of the race is, like, firstly, you're making her day about you. Second, you're fucking with her marathon, which, like, how well do you really know her then if you're going to do that to a yeah. marathoner? 
And third, just fucking wait till the end of the race, mate. Just wait. Just Did wait. she have to like wear the ring for the rest of the race? I'd yeah. Be like, I'm concentrating. Like I'm. I don't have time to. Yeah. She was like wearing the ring, and, and, and like also like after you get proposed to, like you'd want to celebrate. Like you want to be like to like stay with them and hang out and be like, yeah. holy shit, we're engaged. But she's like, I'm gonna run now because like that's what I'm doing. And you just gotta keep running for like fucking hour. How much love? How much yeah. ever long you have left? Like. And you got all those emotions in you then? Like, that's too much. Yeah. That's too much for a marathon. Yeah. So that happened. As I would know from all of the marathons I've run. I got really mad because I was like, I want to run a marathon by 2020 now. But then uh, we have plans that mean I might not be able to run a marathon by 2020. There's, I have no desire to run that far. It's so far. I would love to. It is uh, it's so one far. Of my, I'm making a goal before I'm 30. That's a goal. Why? Like, I get r- wanting to run some distance. Like, you know, I, could, I would run a one of <laughs> My run. dad's the same. He doesn't get running. He's like, why are you running? Just get a bike. <laughs> <laughs> like, I do. I enjoy running a lot more when it has a point to it. Like, when there's a ball to chase. Like, when you're playing soccer you or something. You get it. You're a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just mean, like, running by itself is boring. But running when there's a ball so that you can score on a goal and win, <laughs> that's exciting. I like running because it's, like, very, like, meditative for me. Oh, it just hurts and sucks all the time when I try to I mean, to it hurts it. me now because my knees are fucked, but... Yeah, but, like, I used to run track, and I could get wanting to be, like, have a fast mile, but what if marathon's, like, 20 miles or something? Like, calm down. Yeah, I would, I would rather have, like, a fast, like, if I had to, like, run consistently for, like, an hour and get a better time, or, like, run further, whatever. That's, like, that's an incredible skill, and shout out to literally anyone Because I'm more about endurance, though. I've never been, like, a sprinter. I've always been good at, like, cross-country and, like, 800 meter and shit like that. It's just so long. Like, it's hours. You're running for hours. Yeah. I've... That's... I just cannot wrap my mind around it. Like, it just seems like one of those things that humans shouldn't be able to do, and then we, like... I'm gonna do it at one point, by the way. Like, I'm gonna be, a, like, And I will support you, but I... Thank you. I don't think I could do it myself. That's good. I wasn't inviting you. So. Oh, damn. Okay. All right. Well, then I've invited myself and we're going to compete and I will win. <laughs> uh, Riley, would you like to talk about Shrek Reboot? The one thing that you have put on the list. Did you? Obviously, you saw that there was a Shrek Reboot too. I actually didn't. This didn't come across your timeline? No. <laughs> what? I thought you were as much of a Shrek fan as I was. No, I'm not. I'm not a Shrek head like you. Told me we had friends over before, and then one of them just kept shouting, "Okay, Google Play, Smash Mouth!" Oh no, you just activated it. It's gonna do it. It's right here in the in the study with us. God damn it! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Google. Okay, Google. Okay, Google. Stop playing Smash Mouth. That was nice. so funny. <laughs> I was like, as you were going into that sentence, I was like, oh, God, she's going to say it. She's going to say it. And I was like, no. She's going to set up. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, that was happening during brunch. What were we even talking about? Yeah. Anytime Shrek. we have friends over, they can just activate our Googles and just make them do whatever. And we're like, This is the first stop. time anyone's done it for the old Smash Mouth. We've been sabotaged. So. True. The first Smash Mouth sabotage. She's banned from our house now. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Shrek is getting rebooted. Um, Lol. Which I don't know why how would I feel you, about it. Why would you fuck with perfection? If it ain't broke, yeah. don't fix it. I'm unclear from the article whether they're adding sequels or if they're like redoing the whole thing because so it's made by the same person behind Despicable Me and apparently uh, he was like we don't want to do just like another sequel and we want to have the same voices um, because the first ones are so iconic and like a major part of it and I'm just like what is happening are they just going to be sequels with the same voice actors are they rebooting it with similar voice actors like I just I, I just don't think get it's, it. it's too soon, you know. Although at that being Spider-Man said, Spider Man has had like twenty seven reboots already. Yeah, but like 
the, that's their thing is like having a million reboots. Like yeah. Shrek, like we need another, at least like another like five to ten years before there's a generation that don't really know about Shrek. But I wonder if they're just doing it for the meme worthiness. Because let's be real, everyone's going to go to the fucking Shrek <laughs> premiere. I mean, apparently they're doing it for a generation that doesn't know Shrek already. I think we might be old. And the youth don't know Shrek. No, that can't be it. Uh, no, I'm no, young. It's been a few years. Definitely I think, can't since be it. I am incredibly young, and that cannot be it. Yeah, um, there can't be a generation that don't know it Shrek. Says, it says the point of the reboots is, so. is to introduce Shrek to a new generation. Oh my gosh, it's from the same guy who's doing Boss Baby though. And if you haven't oh, heard, I've been loving Boss I, Baby recently. Like, oh my god, can we watch that tonight? I do not want to watch more Boss Baby. Oh, finished oh, the, the series. Oh, the yeah, you finished the series. I've already finished both seasons, Baby. all two seasons, all like 48 episodes of Boss Baby on Netflix. You watched Loved 48 it. episodes of Boss <laughs> Baby? I don't know how many episodes are in a season, but I know they have at least 17, so That's I'm assuming 22. That's so, so funny. Anyway, I've obviously already finished Boss Baby the series, but I haven't watched Boss Baby the movie yet, so. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, should we go to the advice question now? I feel like we've we've covered everything. Sure, we can go to the question now. I feel like this this has been like the most chatty and no point podcast ever. Wait, no, I want to talk about Blobfish really quickly. Uh, It'll take like two seconds. Okay. We were playing Mario Kart and in Mario Kart, you have the option to either play... When you play online. Yeah, online. You have the option to either play worldwide, um, in which case we often play with a lot of people from like Japan and the US and like sometimes a couple of people from Europe, or you can play regional, which like just does Australia and New Zealand. And so we were playing regional and there was only one other person. By the way, we never play regional because there's no one there. Yeah, you can always, you can have a full race of like 12 people when you do worldwide, but we're like, okay, let's give regional a try. Or no, just Fiona was. I was like working on my video next to her. Yeah. And she was like, okay, I'll give regional a try. See, you know, like there might be fewer people but we'll play with some Aussies. There was one person, a single other human being on this entire continent playing the same (laughs) game at the same time as Fiona that was willing to play with her. And it was Blobfish. (laughs) Not Blobfish, Blobfish. Like it was two E's instead of an I and he made his me look like Blobfish. Yeah, because you can customize your me on the thing. Yeah, and it's really funny because my me is also fucking creepy. Ryan's going to put a photo in the Patreon, the one that I tweeted, (laughs) because my me is creepy as hell. Like I've got a moustache, I've got glasses, I've got weird jagged hair. Fiona's me looks like, um, uh, what's Jake? Jake? What's Jake the actor's name? What's his name? Andy Samberg. Andy Samberg. It looks like Andy Samberg from that music video they did. The, the creep. creep. Yeah. Um, or from the episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine where they go to the library and he dresses up as a creep. Yeah. It's just, it's and a real creepy Fiona's me. That's Fiona's me in the lobby with this blobfish. It's just me and this blobfish. Just the two of us playing endless rounds of Mario Kart. And then he just left without saying anything because you can speak like predetermined things in the yeah. lobby and you can just be like I'm leaving and then he didn't even say that he just left I was like oh bye <laughs> so Blobfish if you're listening to this add Fiona on the switch she will Blobfish, play you again if you're out there hit me up <laughs> we'll have to play regional every once in a while just see if Blobfish is there <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh, okay we can do a question Let's. Now. we're gonna go into a question now um, okay, so I'm going to kind of paraphrase this one, but it's kind of, it's a long distance relationship question. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, this person was like long distance with their partner for almost a year, I think. And then they have a closer relationship now, like they live right next door. Um, and so they've been seeing very each independent and they want to be able to balance. This is their the shortened version, Riley. You're not doing this. This is the shortened version. I've I'd read it was... and I feel like the actual like That's 60 word true. email was. <laughs> Anyways. So, long-distance relationship isn't long-distance anymore. The person's very independent and doesn't want to be spending, like, all of their time together. What do they do? 
they want to say that without without coming off the wrong way or maybe hurting his feelings or giving him the wrong impression is what I'm quoting directly from the email. Yeah, I think the main thing is that, like, in a relationship, you're just going to need that bit of honesty, eh? Yeah. So well, just it's... be like... Well, how, do, how have we dealt with that? We've dealt with that by having anti-date nights. I love um, an anti-date night. And by, like, I think, I think it's important to recognize that it's not necessarily healthy for both of you to spend all of your time together, like, all of the time. Yeah. Like, uh, I get that that can work for people, but, like, you should be able to communicate with your partner I think and be well, like, we both are... need time to ourselves sometimes. Yeah, there are some couples who, like, all they do is everything together all the time. And I cannot handle that. Yeah, like, while that can work for them, I'm like, for Riley and I, since the, like, since when we first started dating, it's been really important to us that we've been our own separate people and also had, like, our own friendship circles. Yeah. Um, and even our friends, like, we have a lot of mutual friends, but even within those friends, like, we will have our own independent relationship with those people. Oh, yeah. And so, like, if I want to go get coffee with someone, that doesn't mean that Riley's automatically invited to it as well. Yeah. Um, and so, like, I kind of, like, adapt the rule of if someone's, like, if Riley was invited to grab a grab lunch with somebody and they're like, Fiona can come too. If I'm a Fiona can come too, I don't want to go. Like, mm. you know, you have that time with that friend and then later on, I'll see them. Like, it's... Yeah, yeah. Um... We don't want to be like, we exist only as a couple. And if you see one of us, you see the other one. Like we are two independent people yes. who love each other and live together, but we're not like a combined human. Yeah, you know? exactly. Um, so yeah, with that being said, I think it's just about, you know, expressing that, but uh, making them know it's not about them. I, I was the one who yeah. invented anti-date nights, which is funny because like Riley's the one who's like introverted and needs more time alone. Well, yeah, no, I think I told you for a while that I needed time alone and you were hurt. But I know, yeah, no, no, I think, no, that hurt me because you said that when we were long distance and you'd visit me for like two weeks and you're like, I've had enough. And yeah, I'm like, we what? Would, we would live. So Fiona's oh my God, place at the time was like this tiny room where the bed almost took up the whole room. So we would be in this tiny room, like physically crammed together uh, for the whole like two weeks that I was there and we would do everything together. And there was like not another room I could go to or even the other side of the room. Like it was just a small room with one bed and like we just we were very close quarters. <laughs> yeah, we just existed in very close quarters around each other all of the time. And like, I love you and I didn't get to see you for long periods of time in between that. But it was like, it was just a lot for two weeks. Yeah. But I was like, I need to just have a little time to myself. Please. Yeah. <laughs> and um, then once we started living together, you were like, ah, oh, yes, I see this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When we started living together, I was like, okay, no, now I get it. Because I think for me, I can do the two weeks, but I can't do like the rest of my life like yeah, that. Okay. Um, but I invented anti-day night, which a few of my friends who are in relationships have actually adapted as well. Oh, yeah. If I've talked to them about it. And it literally just, it's... It, what it sounds like it's just a night to yourself so we have them like i think we only have them like once a month max anyway yeah it um, depends on like how we're feeling yeah it depends on like you know sometimes like if i'm having like a really stressful week and i just want to have an evening to myself i'll be like i just want an anti-date night tonight um yeah. but we tend to plan them like a little bit ahead of time so you can kind of like get excited for it and it's just like a <laughs> night to like one of us will take the living room. One of us will take the bedroom. Because I think it's important as well. Because even though we both have time alone, like I go to work every day, we both have social lives, we spend time without each other. Yeah. It's just that like time in your house, undisturbed, like not worrying about it. God, I want an anti-day night tonight now. That's shit. <laughs> Got any hype for it? <laughs> um, yeah. So like, I'll be like, look, I'm going to go in the living room or like, I'm going to go in the bedroom. You stay in the living room. Yeah. Don't just, talk to me. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I mean, sometimes it's just good to have time by yourself to, like, recuperate and, like, reset. Definitely. And it's it's great that I have you here, that every night we can just, like, chill and, like, watch TV and eat food. Like, it's not stressful to do that. It's just, like, every once in a while, I want to, like, not have to worry about anyone else 
like Absolutely. being in the space or like anything happening, you like are just worrying about yourself, like just watching TV and taking care of yourself. Yeah. Uh, and it's such a, yeah, I feel like it's necessary for humans. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think just raising it to them, like you don't have to say, I don't want to spend time with you because I don't like being around you. Literally phrase it. And this is like how Riley did it and how I've done it when I, like she raised it this way when she first told me she wants space. And I raised it when I wanted end today night. I was like, I just want time to myself. Like, yeah. it's nothing to do with you. Fucking love you. Want to spend the rest of my life with you. You're fantastic. <laughs> but like... Maybe I... don't say that to your partner if you haven't gotten to that point. Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I want to spend the rest of my life with you, but also can we have anti-day nights? <laughs> Sorry, a lot of mixed messages here. Um, play catch up. But yeah, yeah, just express it to them that it's nothing to do with them. It's literally just about you needing time for yourself and that that's something you value. And also, like, if you do feel like you're becoming too much of, like, a couple unit, raise that with them. Because if your independence is important to you, which it sounds like it is, you know, you don't want to be that couple who's like, oh, you invite Riley, you have to invite Fiona. You invite this person, you have to invite this person. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that, that's about it. Like, yeah, make sorry, sure communication just... is our advice. Just talk to them. Huh? Communication is all of our relationship advice all yeah. the time. But, yeah, it can be tough, like, after a long-distance relationship because you're like, oh, wow, we haven't, like, had this time to be around each other. Now we yeah. need to be around each other I time, think we but... adapted quite well. Yeah. But, I like, so also, like, LA, I was, like, mad depressive. But I don't think that was to do with us. That was just, like, me. Yeah, it was just your brain. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I think we had that. It's weird because we had that and it was definitely a rocky period, but I don't think that was to do with living together. That was just, like, the stage I was in in my life. Yeah. But since you moved to Sydney, like, it's been like surprisingly easy like yeah, i was a little think, bit worried before yeah once we kind of wore up because right when you start living with someone or living near someone after a long distance relationship it's like i don't know you're just like oh my god like if it still feels temporary you know like you still feel yeah. like there's gonna be another goodbye and so you like have to keep i got like weirdly there. sad when we said goodbye at um, melbourne airport after vidcon even though we we're both flying back to sydney to go to our house that we live in together yeah, we were just on like different flights like an hour apart going to the same airport yeah but i was and like i was like tearing up i was like tearing up because all i'm used to is like if i see riley in airport i'm not gonna see her for a few months like that's what i'm used to and then i saw you at the airport i was like that's your tear trigger it's just ready to go literally um but yeah what were we saying sorry Oh, yeah, just that, like, right after a long-distance relationship, that can be hard because you still feel like you're in long-distance mode where you need to spend all this time because that's going to end. But is when you can, like, relax and be like, okay, we're actually, we're safe here. Like, we're spending time together. Yeah. I can have some time to my own now and, like, get back into that kind of normal routine. It just takes a little while. And it might take your partner longer than you. Yeah. Um, but as long as you're communicating and, like, reassuring them and stuff, it should be okay. So good luck. Yeah, good yeah. luck. Anyway, that is all we have for this week. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate us on iTunes. And if you haven't already, be sure to check us out on patreon.com slash galpals. We could really use your support over there. By the way, we've been seeing like so many like lovely new people joining the Patreon and like little messages and stuff. And I am obsessed. Yeah, thank it's you. You're so lovely. cute. Like there's been like mad support over there recently. Yes. Also, if you have questions uh, and you're on Patreon, comment them on one of the posts on Patreon and I will include them in the next thing. Because we'll it. be prioritizing Patreon people. Of course. Um, anyway, if you need advice or want to ask us, something that we can answer on the podcast DM us at GalPalsPod on Twitter or leave it on Patreon thanks for listening everyone and we'll talk to you next week but we won't I oh. lied we're gonna be away oh yeah we're gonna be out of town next week but we'll be back the week after the week sorry after. we're missing another episode <laughs> bye bye <laughs>